Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Titanic Minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, joined as always by my good friends, Joe and Duff. <laughs> I forgot I was the one that was supposed to say hi. It's only Hello. minute 68. <laughs> we'll get it one day. Good thing yes. it's a long movie. That's really funny. <laughs> I was like, and, oh, crap, am I supposed to say something right now? <laughs> and that, who you're hearing right there, I, I was is... looking up more PUBG memes. <laughs> <laughs> and now who we're who we're joined by it's our it's wednesday it's our heart of the ocean this week it's crystal beth from fifth element and unlimited lives crystal thanks for being on uh thank you for having me i'm excited to talk about titanic that's right you we are talking today about minute 68 of titanic in this minute jack and rose do a jig um <laughs> crystal you were one of the first people to find out uh, after while we were doing Tombstone Minute, that our next project was indeed going to be Titanic Minute. Yeah, it was very exciting when I found out too. I was like, "No, wait, seriously!" And they were like, <laughs> "Yep." And I was like, "You love the history movies." Yeah. Well, <laughs> someone had to do it, and it has to be us. Um, but in this minute, in this minute, we have. Uh, they, they're about to start the music plays and Rose is just like, I don't know this dance. Um, and my question to, uh, to my co-host is do either of you know this dance? No, I don't, I don't think, know any I don't dances. Think you see their feet enough to know what it is. They literally look like they're just jumping around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't know either. And I'm, and I'm ashamed that I didn't know being a, uh, Wisconsinite Joe, you as well. It is polka. Oh. Um, yeah. But is that just and, one dance? Well, I don't know. I Do you know anything about like Polka a... Joe? I know that during a polka, there should be an accordion and there should be people in lederhosen. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm upset. Well, I, I, I thought the same thing. So then I thought, hey, where, what country did polka start from? Do you guys know the answer to this? Yes, because Poland. I'm staring at the Wikipedia. Okay, Duff, you don't answer. Joe? Joe? Uh, well, I obviously I don't because you're saying it in that tone of voice, which leads me to believe it's not what I would think. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it was, it was German. I guess I, my guess would be Poland. That's it's my Czech. guess. Yeah, oh, it's oh. Czech. I should know that. I'm so, Czech. I should know everything about Czech. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, you failed. I did. I guess with that info, the Czech was in the mail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's a standard polka dance. Um, the best part is I listened to the commentary and James Cameron's like, this is just a standard polka. Like the way he said it was like, it was two words like poke. Uh, uh man, why are you infringing on my territory, Rob? I know. I, I just, I was curious. I wanted to find out what dance so it was. Joe, go, Joe goes on Google group sometimes. Uh, I'm feeling, not feeling trusted. <laughs> I'm sorry. Duff is our cultural expert on Czech dances and uh, Brazilian culture. Uh, I will I will back up that it's incredibly pretentious the way he says polka. Yes, absolutely. Like he sounds like he's trying to say it correct, like the correct enunciation that a, a 
local would say it. Yes. He, he makes he, it two syllables. Like when he, people are like, mozzarella. When they're yes. like, yeah. I'll have a ham sandwich with mozzarella. Yeah. Like, do people do that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, everyone. just some people will, if they're, you know, ordering something or there's one foreign word, they'll they'll very particularly pronounce it and emphasize it. Oh, that requires knowing how people pronounce words, so Rob can't well, participate in that. <laughs> I, that is well known how I fail at that, although I sometimes like to uh, uh, frequent fine dining establishments like Red Robin, <laughs> and I was told by a waitress there one time that when people order the gourmet burger, they often call it a gourmet burger. Oh, God. <laughs> at least I haven't done that. Ordered a gourmet burger. <laughs> Man. <laughs> um, but back to Titanic. This whole sequence, this whole steerage party, um, the dancing, we have Helga and Fabrizio are dancing. We got Tommy with the cigarette. He's laughing. Close-ups of the band. I'm going to be honest. Fills me with joy. Yeah, it's it's a very sincere, happy scene. Uh, I I don't know if I have anything snarky or cynical to say about it. Yeah, I like, Joe. I like that it totally contradicts with the f- previous scene. Yes. I'm like, oh, poor people have more fun. That's right. Yeah, it's yeah, nice actually. <laughs> it's well, at least at least with when alcohol is involved. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm always sad, so I guess I should go on the Titanic. <laughs> well, I mean, it's great for a day or two. Yeah, I told some people that we're recording this this set of uh, this minute and wait. You talk week. to people in real life. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Amazing. I have to. I should and, try that. Uh, <laughs> and you talk <laughs> to them about this? Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not that interesting, so this is what I have to. Are lean you referring on. to your therapist right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's tomorrow morning. Um, but a lot of people were like, "This like really love the scene." And I, I, I totally agree. I think it's what? super fun. Like people talk, remember it? I don't, okay. I don't get these people this detailed knowledge of this movie. <laughs> oh, that scene. That scene's so great. Are they just is... humoring you, Rob? No, it's a fun scene. This is super fun. It's, it looks like a lot of, it's like a good time. There's drinking. There's, there's partying. It kind of captures like a, you know, like a summer fling, this like little relationship. And you're just sort of like going with the flow and seeing what happens. It's super fun. I will say, and I think this reinforces that, is I always will pay attention to like, you know, a radio or background or commercial music that's used. And you will hear a lot of the time this track if they need just generic good time Irish music. Oh, um, Gaelic Storm. Yeah, so I don't, I don't have any statistics, but it's it's just one of those things where over the years, it's whenever, you know, there's a news segment or there's a commercial or something, and they need joyous, festive Irish music. It's this. And I always play it when I have my first beer in the morning. <laughs> uh, it there makes is you move. It's I think it's awesome. Right? It's great. And and uh, Crystal, have you ever been on a cruise ship? Negative. I've been yep. on a lot of sailing ships, but being trapped with the same people for more than two days is it sounds terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> what that if makes I don't four like of any of them. 
yeah, it's it's always a it's always a. What, you what know, do you mean it, that may, means four, makes four of us? You want to go on a cruise? Yeah, but sh- but but we haven't been on one. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought so you meant in not wanting to. Okay. No, no. If if you were to go on a cruise, are there any stipulations you'd have to have to go on one? Any sort of steamline or anything like? Kid Rock needs to be on it. Yeah, we, we've 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 discussed our desire to go on a maybe one day Senator Rock's cruise. <laughs> I <laughs> I know he's he's not running this year, but hopefully um, that'd be twenty twenty four would be his next opportunity <laughs> to be a senator. Well, Michigan has two senators, so there'll be a different that's one. So funny, you could. Oh, that's yeah. I don't know the terms of the other one. I I would I would I I definitely have a cruise ship on um on my uh, on my bucket list. I read the uh, a couple years ago. I read the David Foster Wallace like. Um, essay or experience when he was on a cruise ship and it was sort of like horrifying but it also made me want to be on one more yeah i i kind of i would like to be on a cruise ship for the people watching part of it yeah and part of me also kind of thinks like it's it's almost like halloween and then (laughs) it's like it's like uh this is where just people are gonna be honest and just it's kind of fun and uh maybe depraved but then the other the other part of me is i'm like oh it's gonna be like bad cover bands with the limbo and like food under a heat lamp and watered down booze i heard the food's actually the best part the food and the drink are unreal that's what i've heard i'm I'm back on board then never mind (laughs) i would have to have one that didn't have children on it yeah i kids Kids would be a no go for me. Like kid is fine. Like kid, cool, but a bunch of. Are you referring to Kid Rock? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, kid would be cool. <laughs> well, so uh, one of our mutual friends used to work on a cruise ship, and he he was like their childcare. He was he did the childcare on the boat, and like. The hours that childcare is open is essentially like during the day you play with your kid and then you're just like, here you go to the cool childcare and then you go and like do all the nightlife stuff. So there, there wouldn't be kids during the night. Well, that's good. Yeah, and apparently but I'm just worried about their excellent. germs and also like all the kids' germs, like children and Kid Rock, their germs and <laughs> just in general. Yeah. Right, well, like, actually, it's it's not so bad because all the coal they make the kids shovel like kills a lot of the bacteria on their hands. So, oh, good. Okay. Yeah, All right. It's great. pretty sterile environment. So by childcare, you mean they they man the f- furnaces? Yeah. Okay. What if there was a lice check like Titanic had, Crystal? Would that change your mind? Uh, no. I I think they should still have the lice check. Okay. All the time. That would oh. make me much happier. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, I th- I I think I said this way back, but there should just be lice check for public events in general. Mm-hmm. What? Coming from someone who's had lice twice, yes. Oh, there right. should be lice chests. See, lice I, I need to know checks. if I'm going to some event where uh, Crystal Lice hangs out. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's the worst. I used to go to a lot of daycare and. Uh, Do you have to get would, the special would, shampoo? Special shampoo, the special knit comb. I'd have to sit in the bathtub while my mom, like, combed out my hair to get all the freaking eggs out it was awful i think to i be- had it in second grade both times 
I was just say, as a resident lice defender. I was going to say, it wasn't last week, was it? <laughs> yeah, as a resident <laughs> lice defender, you were a child when you last had it. You're not getting it as an adult. No, but even if an adult does get it, so this is the cosmetology person in me, okay. lice only likes healthy hair. It's mm. easier to get it when you don't have hygienic con- uh, conditions. So, like, if you're in a gross place, you're going to get lice faster because they're not cleaning. But... Lice won't stay in gross hair. It's going to find clean hair. So Lewis would be okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lewis is who they bring into daycares that have lice infestation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they bring them in. Um, okay. It seems, it seems like every year there's some big story about a cruise ship getting trapped and people have to poop into bags or something. <laughs> oh, that all- every year. Every year. It happened one time. time. There was another cruise where, like, everyone, it seems like every year there is a weird, like, oh, the cruise, all the food went bad, or everyone got sick, or got some type of illness. Uh, cruises just seem like a bottle of germs. Yeah. You can't get away from them. Right. Can we, can we, can we talk about the most, well, well Rose almost found a way to get away. <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we talk about the most important relationship uh, in the movie Titanic? Um, and of course, I'm referring to Helga and Fabrizio. Um, Chris, I don't know how familiar you are, but Fabrizio's dancing with this blonde woman. Mm-hmm. She's uh, Swedish or Norwegian. Nah, I don't know. Um, and so she, uh, there's some deleted scenes where they have a more fleshed out relationship. And here's a moment where I feel like we see how tragic Fabrizio is in this whole thing. Him and Helga are having a great time. They're dancing. It's wonderful. They decide, let's do something a little crazy. Let's go up on this uh, table, this dance floor, and just start, you know, cutting cutting some rug. <laughs> and they're doing some rug. <laughs> and they're doing it at the at the old sock hop. And uh, what happens? Jack and Rose see what they're doing and just essentially push them off the stage to do their own their own thing. Awful, bad flame. Awful. I agree. Jack, for, poor Fabrizio. Oh, man, I, my heart just aches for him. He doesn't catch a break. No, all he catches is a giant steam tower later in the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Helga Fabrizio are up there. Jack and Rose jump up there. They literally steal the stage from him. Um, Fabrizio, always a bridesmaid. <laughs> that's right. Um, I did learn, because I don't know if you guys are curious, like, you know, what is this thing they're standing on? Like, and and what it is, is it was like this wooden cover. And what they would do is when they were at port for Titanic, they would lift that wooden cover up. And then this, the luggage would go down into the, the cargo and luggage would go down. And then they put that wood cover back over it. Very mm. cool. So if that broke, yeah. they fall down pretty far. That's true. Yes. If it did break, they would fall. So it was the, I don't know how long. The baggage claim yeah. of its day. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, they start dancing, and then Jack sort of stops the dance to start doing a little jig. Yeah. Um, There's the Russian guy in the back. Move. He was, oh, that I dude always is felt awesome more bad because... for him than for uh, Fabrizio. Because he was, he really wants it. Like he's like ready to go, and he's like, "Oh no, I can't. I'm not. I'm not supposed to be in the center of the circle right now." But all he wants to do is dance. 
Yeah, that dude's awesome. Oh my god, you're right. He's got he, he's got his arms up here. Do you know who he reminds me of? He's got the you, big furry hat. He reminds me of of that disco band uh uh Genghis Khan or whatever who sang Moscow. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm looking this up. Moscow, Moscow. Yeah, I remember it now. You sent me that video long ago. Yes. Oh man, you're right, Crystal. Like poor guy. He was about you know to go cr- right into his jig, and he couldn't. You see him like right before Jack starts. He like gets ready to start doing the the leg kicky things, and then he has to stop because the star of the movie's there. Oh, yeah, may I that, go off topic bad, for a moment? Bad form. We never do that, Joe. But go ahead. This time we'll let you. <laughs> the great thing about being a uh, a thirty some year old working with the teens. Yeah, <laughs> it's like now, like we've now got into the age of the internet where there's like classic rock internet. <laughs> so I can reference like viral stuff like that Moscow video or like the grape stomping lady and stuff. And yeah. the teens, they, they they don't know what that is. Yeah. So it's like me. It's like when our high school teachers would talk to us be, and like be like, "Oh," and they get they tell us about like the first REM record or something like that. Yeah. Just be like, oh man, I can see how this was really influential and stuff. <laughs> so that's like me when I I give them like the the viral stuff from like when we were in high school or the, college. These memes are of academic interest, but don't translate to today's modern audiences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, you gotta appreciate them on the level of like how they introduced later memes. Yeah. <laughs> The grape stopping lady, I just had to show one of the young kids in my work that they had never seen it. Oh, what and a classic. Yeah, see, that's I what I like, mean. It's so good. I went grape stomping this year, and I, like, stomp, stomp, stomped, and then pretend, pretended to fall out, and I was like, ow, 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 And my friend was just standing there looking at me, and she was like, you didn't even fall. And I was like, you, did, you never saw grape stomping lady? Joe, I was like, I she seen... cheated and then she got what she deserved. And I showed her the video and she was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Joe, I seem to remember once I asked you to take a poll of your students if they knew what Keyboard Cat was. and That, that the they respo- know. The Keyboard Cat is so <laughs> popular that they, they know Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat endures. Keyboard Cat is like the Beatles of like the classic rock internet. Okay. Sure. Where everyone kind of still yeah. knows them. Yeah. But, okay. but Moscow or Grape Stomping, that, that, like, that's like... Um, Maybe the kinks or something. You got to dig a little deeper. Um, I was trying to think really hard there of a cat pun for Yoko Ono to talk about whoever broke up the keyboard cat, but I couldn't. I feel. Well, thanks for mentioning that you couldn't come <laughs> yeah, up with a bit. No. <laughs> um, so this then Rose starts dancing a similar jig, and uh, I know I've had a lot of uh, dancing um, knowledge here, but I looked up what that dance was. And it is called Sean knows, I believe is how you pronounce it. It's like, uh, yeah, well, if you believe it, <laughs> it's not. How do you spell it? S E A N, like Sean, the name, and then hyphen N O S. Wow. Uh, and uh, hmm. it's, an, it's an Irish dance, and it means old style, kind of like regular style, but old style. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, low to the ground footwork. Improvised steps, free movement of the arms, emphasis on a battering step, <laughs> wow. um, and then it, you follow the music closely. But the big thing is it's sort of all improvised, so it kind of works in the scene. Yeah. That's why like they both yeah. can sort of pull it off. 
It's Did you fun. see the celebrity cameo um, before she starts dancing? Uh, no, I no no I missed it, Joe. Um, this is who at the time uh, when you know when she tosses her shoes off the stage. Yes. Um, at the time, First Lady Hillary Rodham Clinton actually <laughs> catches her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's super weird that people don't talk about that more, but. <laughs> I, th- I think it's a pretty pretty cool moment. Oh man, Rose Rose is showing a lot of trust by just tossing her shoes into the crowd here, yeah. right? I mean, also if I was that lady, I'd be like, Yo, what? <laughs> I don't want your gross shoes. <laughs> they might be worth a lot of money though. These are first class shoes, Crystal. Yeah. Um, they are used shoes. When you're a politician, you gotta kind of do some weird stuff sometimes. For <laughs> <people>. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, so. I have I have one I have one final note on this minute and apparently it was when they were practicing these dance steps apparently Kate Winslet was a natural at it Leonardo DiCaprio had has struggled with it they would do like 10 minute lessons yeah, every He's still struggling with it when they filmed this scene <laughs> Honestly I was bad. like I, just the way they filmed it too I was like they could literally have anyone else's feet doing that and then just cut to his face kind of like his face and torso jumping up and down I didn't believe that those were his feet. Yeah. They but could I, very well be, but I, I don't, that's, I never once crossed my mind that he actually was doing the dance. Yeah. He's got his, he's got, he's got his hands in his pocket when he's doing it too. He's got, his, you know, the little pocket, pocket pool hands going. So apparently when Leo, when Leo was training for this dancing, he, uh, he they would do it in like 10 minute intervals and he had a pet lizard at this point (laughs) uh on set and the like dance instructor or whatever would have to like would knock on his door and be like leo quit playing with your lizard oh my god and uh you know we need to practice having a lizard is a very 90s thing to do yes it is was he blasting silver chair when they knocked on his trailer door? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've gone from grape stomping to frog stomping. <laughs> nice. It's a silver chair deep cut for you guys. I got it, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I think the lead singer of Silver Chair ended up marrying or did marry or had a relationship with Natalie Imbruglia, which breaks my heart. Thank you. I was going right. to say, you are a resident uh, Natalie Imbruglia expert. Y- yeah, yeah. So. He also had a rib removed. <laughs> that was Marilyn Manson. I thought that was no. Marilyn he Manson. Marilyn Manson got the idea from the Silver Chair singer. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh God. <laughs> do does does anyone else have anything? Else that was a very nineties thing minute. to do too. It was a real nineties thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, Invented uh, flashlights left. Yeah. One <laughs> of my favorite cuts in this movie is when they go from dancing and then it cuts to Tommy Ryan laughing. Yes! It's one of my favorite cuts in this whole movie. And then it goes up to the band. At, like, this whole shot is one of my favorite in the movie. And this this exact one, or well, not maybe like the four minutes that are surrounding this is what makes the end of the movie hurt so much. I was really excited. Even though this minute is just all dancing, this minute is what makes you feel so much harder for all the third class. I mean, you feel for them anyway, but just seeing all the life that's down here, like mm-hmm. life, like, oh, it's lively. And life, like, oh, there's a bunch of people down here. And the, 
they go down. <laughs> Spoiler alert with the ship at the end. It's just, oh God. And then when Tommy gets shot, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, the, oh my gosh. You just remember like there was, no one had that expectation. And this scene really cements that everyone's just, you know, having a good time and doesn't know that they're going to die. I mean, I, I, we've discussed this a little bit, but I recently rewatched Titanic in the theaters and, um, and I sort of from the dinner scene on and, and this one as well, you kind of forget when you're watching the movie, or at least I did that this whole thing's going to end terribly. Yeah. Because you're just kind of enjoying it. It seems like a fun time. It, like I said, it captures that, that like, you know, there, there's a little fling going on. Look at this girl I met. This is fun. We're going down and this having this crazy party and what a memorable night that just kind of happened out of nowhere. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, but they'd have another memorable night later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah night to remember. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. I like this movie. <laughs> well, it's a good segue. Tell us. It's a tradition for all of our, our hearts of the ocean. They, they give us their own personal journey with this movie. We've had some who <laughs> have seen only one minute of it. <laughs> Uh, one end of the spectrum, other end of the spectrum. They were so inspired by it, they got their ear fake pierced and alienated themselves from their father. Uh, tell us your tell us your personal story about about Titanic uh, and how it's impacted your life. When did you first see it? I saw Titanic in the movie theater when it came out with a bunch of my friends. It was also waiting for that movie to start was the first time I learned how to tie my hair into a messy bun, which is almost strictly how I wear it now. So so how old were you in late 97, early 98? 13? Okay. So Wait. R- right in the sweet spot for Titanic. Yeah, 13. I was 13. And okay. uh, Titanic was the first movie that I saw in the theater three times where I spent my own money. Oh. Nice. I also had, so you know they have movie posters for movies, and then they have the movie posters for movies that take up an entire wall of the movie theater. Yes. Yes. I had a poster that when you unwrapped it, it was taller than me and wider than my arms span of Titanic, the ship and uh, Rose and like the actual movie poster. But like, wow. I had, it was probably like six feet tall. It was wow. almost to the floor. Like you couldn't see the edge of it from under my bed because I kept it over my bed. <laughs> did you buy that or did you get it from the theater? I or? bought it from Newberry Comics in Warwick, Rhode Island. Nice. Wow. Yeah. And I also, that's when I was learning how to draw. And I was drawing a lot of Slave One. Okay. And <laughs> the nice. Titanic, the back of the Titanic where Rose and Jack were trying to catch each other's hands. Did you? Oh, tr- yeah. Did you try drawing any one-legged prostitutes during this era? No, I didn't quite understand that when I saw it. <laughs> okay. Like I got it. I under. I like kind of knew what a prostitute was, but I was really confused by the one-legged part because I did not take that literally. I thought it was like a euphemism <laughs> for something, or something. When I was little. <laughs> well, I don't know. You what could I say you could say male prostitutes have one leg. You know? Oh. Yeah. oh. <laughs> A, a uh, one-legged d- male prostitute would just be like just the penis. It's <laughs> like no legs, just 
is a little wiener. Well, during this era, they called it a pebus, actually. <laughs> pebus? <laughs> a one-legged prostitute sounds like the name of a drink or like one of those really sugary birthday shots. Yeah. Yes. We're going to have one time you with a bedpost and one one-legged prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, before I forget, guys, I forgot this today's third class fact. Yeah. Um, so we kind of mentioned before, this takes place, this whole sequence takes place in the general room. Um, steerage passengers could sit, read, play cards, and pass the time in this area. They weren't allowed into areas like the gym or the pool, obviously, uh, but they could have their own parties and dances. And related to our earlier discussion, all the sitting surfaces in the general room were made of wood. Why? Lice can't find a home on benches the way they could on fabric. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just like bed bugs. Oh, bed that's, bugs like wood, too. Yeah, but, yeah, that's never sit on a wooden bench in New York, I've been uh-uh. told many times. Just don't sit in New York. <laughs> that's why everyone's so so much fitter there than in the Midwest, because you guys can't sit. No. Um, the, lice, the lice-free Midwest. Uh, does, does any of you have anything else for... To, Anything else good the order? Does for any this? of you? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> we just Y'all got, got extremely got extremely Midwest again. <laughs> Either of you have anything else to talk about for minute sixty eight of Titanic? I don't have anything. Well, Crystal, tell give us some details about your about your projects. What, what get some fans. Make this oh worth your God. while. I know, right? <laughs> I gotta get those fans. Especially the ones from Wisconsin. They're all such nice people. Oh jeez. Um <laughs> I'm Crystal Beth. I'm on the internet. All right. <laughs> Just Google me. Some girl that sang a song about like Adventure Zone or something or Adventure Time comes up and then a, a drag queen. But I'm there somewhere. <laughs> you can, if you want to find me specifically on Twitter and Instagram, I am the Crystal Beth, and you can listen to my podcast that we talked about earlier today, The Fifth Element, and mm. Unlimited Lives Radio on iTunes. What is Unlimited Lives Radio about? Tell our listeners about it. It is a podcast about video games, and it is four comedians that just sit around and talk about games they've played, games they want to play, in my case, games I haven't played, and uh, it's fun, because I'm new to gaming. I've only been playing games for maybe three two years now oh really okay but i'm working my way on up there and we talk about it it's fun and we stream live on twitch every thursday at 6 p.m at twitch.tv slash unlimited lives radio awesome nice i just i I have one more question uh crystal did you ever draw scenes of slave one coming in and saving some people from the wreckage of the titanic (laughs) oh i wish i was that cool no i'm just i'm i i'm concocting a movie where like boba fett is actually the hero and he just swoops in and saves (laughs) saves jack and rose it's rose being like boba fett jack where (laughs) (laughs) boba fett they're they're no good to him dead <laughs> oh my well, gosh they, they, the nice thing is uh all of the corpses are already pre-frozen for him <laughs> <laughs> titanic was oh, frozen ouchies. in carbonite oh man okay well on that um 
Crystal, thanks so much for being on. Oh my gosh, thank, thank you, you for having me. Excited to talk about Titanic. <laughs> and uh, and for our listeners, we will be back tomorrow with uh, minute sixty nine of Titanic. Nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on.